Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Well, good morning, and welcome to NABWIC Talks. This is your host, Jackie Perry. I'm the CEO of J. Perry & Associates and also uh, president of Data Architect. So I want to welcome you to NABWIC Talks, the nationally acclaimed podcast for the National Association of Black Women in Construction. I want to also say happy Wednesday to all of our NABWIC members and all of our other listeners out there. Today, we have a very exciting show for you. We have a dynamic guest who is no stranger to NABWIC Talks. In fact, uh, she's been on our show already a couple of times. But today, we have her on our show, and she's going to be talking about the three Ps. So we're going to be talking and joining the conversation about passion, her passion, the passion that Black women possess in general. We're going to be talking about politics and the power and influence of women. So I want to welcome to the show Miss Kimley Naylor. Good morning, Kimley. Oh, good morning, good morning. How are you, Jackie? Oh, I am doing fine, and I'm so excited to to have you on and to have this opportunity to just uh, talk to you on another uh, vernacular. So this is exciting. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show this morning. It's always an honor. Well, certainly, certainly. Well, let me just tell our our guests a little bit about you. Again, some of you may have uh, heard uh, Ms. Naylor before, but uh, the way I like to refer to her uh, in terms of giving you some background, uh, I refer to her as a, a marketing strategist, a real estate professional, and an economic and community developer. But Kim Lee Naylor is a heart-centered entrepreneur who's committed to empowering women and girls to boost their self-esteem, to reveal their inner essence of beauty and power. She is the owner of several companies, including Nail Right Construction, which we'll hear a little bit more about doing this interview. She also currently serves as the president of NABWIC, or the National Association of Black Women in Construction, and she's committed to empowering women and girls in wealth creation, 
by leveraging the construction industry. She encourages women to seek careers in construction to increase their wealth through real estate development. Today, she integrates her corporate background into her business as a real estate investor and builder to unite women to seek development projects in inner cities across the nation to elevate economically. Uh, a little bit more about uh, Kim Lee. Uh, she was uh, born in the, the, the 60s, and when dark skin infringed limitations, she has triumphantly defiled the odds and redefined her future at the age of 36. And really proud of that. A lot of folks may not want to to share their age, but one of the things I know about Kim Lee is that she's a proud Black woman, and that inspires us all, and we appreciate that. She obtained her bachelor's degree in business and served as an analyst working for Fortune 500 companies. So she's got a lot of uh, great business background. And she has used that to not only build her entrepreneurial ventures, but also to lead us successfully in our vision towards growing our NABWIC organization. So once again, I just want to welcome Ms. Kimberly Naylor. So Kimberly, we're wow. going to go ahead and... <laughs> Who is that lady? <laughs> yeah, ah, yeah. We, we all know her. And, and that's one of the reasons why we want to have you back on the show uh, today. Uh, Kimberly, is because, again, you're so dynamic, and there's so many things to explore about you that we can learn from. And so the first area that I do want to delve into is the area of passion. We said we were going to be talking about the three Ps, and so our first area is going to be the area of passion. So one of the first questions I have for you, because even though I gave a little bit of your background, I would like for you to just go ahead and share with our NABWIC audience and other listeners an example of the work that you do. Well, I think it's important that we all have an area of passion in our lives. If we're living without passion, then in essence, we're the walking dead. Uh, there has to be something that awakens you in the morning other than the fact that the sun has come up and you must get out of bed. So um, the work I do, as I stated, it started with me just really transforming the woman I was that had so many limitations in my life. And I know exactly what it's like to live a day where you just, what am I getting up for? And you're groping for meaning and fulfillment in your life, and you're just merely existing. So passion is something that's very, very close uh, to my heart because that's one of the things I give women is to restore their passions. Once you restore your passion, it awakens a part of you that sends you on this new path of discovery, and you never know what's coming. Um, it'll lead you down a whole new pathway. For me, it took me into business, uh, working at corporate uh, 500s, and then it has elevated me to moving into this construction and real estate. So it's a wonderful, wonderful journey in your life when you are now living from a place of passion. So the work I do is, first and foremost, awakening the uh, inner essence of our being. So there is a place of passion and purpose in our lives. And then I give you a venue whereby you can explore that passion and transfer it into something that brings uh, financial rewards to you, whether it be in real estate or in some kind of community development, community engagement, where you then start making impact on the lives of others. And there's nothing greater than your own personal growth and contribution to others. Those are two elements uh, that we learn are what bring happiness and joy to any human being. 
personal growth and fulfillment uh, by having contribution to others. So passion is just necessary to be impactful to others. Wow, thank you. And we can hear it even in your voice. Uh, you're so absolutely right. Passion is that driving force that gets us out of bed in the morning, you know, and uh, keeps us really, really focused. And you've done a lot of things in your tenure as an entrepreneur and as a community activist to instill that passion. And I know you have a, a special passion for women and girls. And in all that you do, you see that and you try to reflect that. Let me ask a question about the the entrepreneurial part of what you you do. I know throughout some of your past interviews, you shared with us a little bit about your family background, that your family um, were in the trades. You founded Nail Right uh, Construction. Your mom certainly was a, a big role model for you in your life. But how have your entrepreneurial motivations changed since you first started your company? What's so unique about our our story with Nail Right. Um, we started this to be a family-owned business. We actually registered the company with the state of Michigan in 1995, August 1st, 1995. So we just come across a 25-year threshold. So what's wow. unique, Jackie, is we did not start business operations until 2016. In 2016, really? um, I came to Atlanta, Georgia. And I met the wonderful association of Mavwick. That December, Miss Ann McNeil, the founder and chair of this organization, was in Detroit. And they were talking about bringing a Detroit chapter. My sister works in drywall finishing in the trades. And she was kind of talking back, I like to start teaching this. Maybe we should start our business now. I was thinking about it's time to get the business going again. I had lost my mother. I had lost my father. I'm on the other side of 50. It's like, if we don't start this business, we might be dead, you know? Wow. (laughs) And it may not happen. So in the fall of 2015, we started taking action. And I was then invited to uh, listen to Ann McNeil because we were talking about starting this company and kind of dusting it off the shelf. And um, lo and behold, I came to Atlanta and I met you guys in a, in, um, at the annual meeting. I was like, OMG, these women are talking about billion dollars of revenue, billion dollars with a B. And I was like, hold up, hold up. You know, I love my career and I love what I've been doing, but it's time to switch gears. <laughs> and so actually in 2016 is when I actually started sitting in every entrepreneur class about building a business, doing finances, um, SBA classes with some of our local banks that were hosting classes for entrepreneurs, learning your numbers, um, out of market. I was learning everything about construction I could learn. But at the same time, I was taking action, saying I'm in business. I was going to networking events. I was starting to meet people. I was going to all the network events on all the calls, uh, talking weekly with uh, Ann McNeil. I was going to learn this industry, right? This is 2016. Yeah. In 2017, I made $30,000. I did two real estate deals with using two of my brother's deals, actually. It was not even revenue that I had secured. But in 2018, I came out of the gauge and I was running. We did over $260,000 in 2018. And then, Jackie, in the first quarter this year, we had already surpassed that number. So this is going to be an epic year, 2019. Now, this is entrepreneurship because finally I found a vehicle whereby I could really throw myself in. I've been doing personal, uh, my own personal business where I had real estate to take care of my own financial goals and that I had financial 
independence. I did not have to be employed by anyone. I could pick up a job as a consultant or a contract worker just because I mere had I merely had interest in this new trend. Like the um I ended up at Ford Motor Company the last from fifteen through two thousand seventeen. Um, so all while I was ramping up my entrepreneur, I was at Ford Motor Company every day from uh, mid 2015 to December 2017. So when mm. I um, they closed our, I, we were doing a special study on mobility. You know, with the over uh, the Ubers and the Lyfts being disruptors in the automotive industry, the buying is going to change. So how do we trend? How do we prepare? How does companies like Ford, GM stay in the industry when you have these major players coming and starting autonomous vehicles and they're not even automotive companies, right? So mm-hmm. I'm overlapping this amazing information, but it's fueling me with these new trends. And I just transferred that right into my business. And in 2018, I just went at it 100%. And like I say, we grew and we had revenue. We did major projects. We worked on the stadium. We, um, we did a whole major, one of the first uh, department stores came back into the city of Detroit as part of Detroit's revitalization to a neighborhood. We got that contract and we have just been growing ever since. But it's because you take the first step of finding something that you're passionate about. And then when it opens a door for you, you already have the fuel to take it to another level. A lot of people start something new and they haven't tapped into passion with what they're doing right now. So they take the same level of energy to the next experience and they don't see the growth. And so when you learn to first tap into you, then when you go and apply the tactics to grow a business, you accelerate because you was intact. Wow. So then you no, can easily great. do the tactics and make a difference. So a lot of people, oh, I'm going to learn these tactics and skills, and they do it, they don't get results. You're not in the mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So yeah. If you put yourself in the game first. If your passion isn't unlocked, if your heart isn't open, if you're not in 100% full throttle, and you're happy with your life, you're happy with yourself, you're proud of the person you have become, whatever you put your hands to, it's like a golden goose effect. Everything turns to gold. You got the mice touch. And so entrepreneur is growing even bigger for me because now I'm looking to other venues um, to even bring some more passive income. My real estate has escalated to now. I had the opportunity this year. Um, I'm a part owner in a 645-unit apartment complex in Atlanta, and I live in Detroit. Whoa, go, But girl. See, when it's time to level up, you have to level up and get this done. It's a new era, and I'm teaching people how to make it happen. But it starts with passion. Yeah, it certainly does. And you know what, Kimley, you're absolutely right, because I worked as a incubator developer and uh, manager some years ago. So we dealt with a lot of startup companies, uh, people who said, you know, hey, I'm I'm ready. I want to get into this entrepreneurial stream and swim. I want to make things happen. But you could tell the difference between those entrepreneurs that were really, really passionate about what they were doing and those that were, like you said, just merely tactical and just going at it. Uh, And it really does make a difference between your success and your failure. So I I definitely do hear you. So sounds like you said in in sharing that, though, that NABWIC was certainly a catalyst in jumpstarting you uh, and helping to fuel some of that passion uh, as, as, as well. And that even after 20 years of being in business, 
that, you know, you found a way to have a, a linchpin, so to speak, to jumpstart that business again and to do the kinds of things, like you said, from 2017 up until now, having that uh, acceleration and in, in, in revenue and growth for your company. But let me ask you this. Is how is running a successful business different than you thought it would be? Is it any different from, say, what you dreamed of some years ago to where it is now? What's, what's different about it? Well, there's a lot of learning, and um, you have to be a student in this industry. You definitely have to connect with powerful people, and that's why I love the NAVIC Association. I think many people have joined our organization thinking, oh, we're going to uh, get a contract because we're in this association. What you have to do in this association is associate yourself with the people who are winning. And if you can get mm-hmm. a, a circle of women who are making a difference, you're ahead of the game. So there was a whole community of women. Just because you're in an association, you have to associate with somebody. Mm-hmm. The association and your membership alone does not warrant you anything. You have to personally engage and associate with somebody who can give you an insight into the industry or the um, the association you're pursuing so that you can now translate that into something where you can take action and win. So there's a lot of learning. Um, for me, it was a complete revamp. I, I mean, I knew my brothers and sisters knew how to do construction. I knew how to do some things because I would make, you know, small repairs on my properties. But to run a company and now talking to players, I've had to learn a whole new industry, how this whole process happens. So it's a lot of learning. you got to be teachable, coachable, as we often say, and you can do well. And then you just take your transferable skills from what you've been doing and you apply them to the new learning and you can be just as successful as you have been as an employee in a high-level position or whatever position you succeeded in in your job. You take those skills that and you just transfer them to the new industry you are seeking to pursue. And NAVIC was that for me. There was a lot of women who was willing to have those conversations, call me, talk to me, and make sure I understood. So tell me this. How did you go about getting the contract? You know, you have to get certified. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me work on my certification. Um, mm-hmm. How did you go about meeting these people? Oh, you go to these different association meetings. Oh, let me go to AMAC conference, you know. Those type of things. Get in the room where you need to be. Uh, one of the questions we ask, I ask my clients is, what room do you need to be in in order to get business? You can't be down at the school, uh, elementary school level if you need to be at the academic college and talking to the professors. What room do you need to be in to get business? That's growing yourself. That's stretching who you think you're good enough to be in the room with. And see, I know right now from my history, from that little black girl who didn't believe she had any value to contribute, she's transformed into this dynamic bad ASS. because she knows from the inside out that transformation is real and that anything you can put your hand to, you can transform. If your mind can conceive it and you can believe it and you can apply the universal laws of faith, you will manifest what you desire to have. But you have to be coachable and willing to be able to learn. Yeah, no, that's such wonderful advice. And you said, a phrase there uh, that resonated with me in terms of being good enough to be in the room with, you know, ask yourself who you need to be in the room with, but then having that passion and that confidence enough that, Hey, I'm good enough to be in the room with, with these movers and shakers and, you know, these key decision makers, because, you know, that confidence and that passion 
will really help make the difference. So thanks for sharing that too, Kimberly. And this has been so good, and I can't wait for the rest of our conversation. I'm going to pause for just a moment and do a, a, a small commercial. We're talking to Kimberly Naylor, and we'll be right back to hear some more inspiration and nuggets from her right after this commercial. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Well, thank you. Uh, we have been talking to Kimberly Naylor, who uh, we described as a uh, marketing strategist, real estate professional. She's a dynamic speaker, author, economic develop economic developer, uh, community leader, and so much more. And this has been so exciting and interesting just to be able to have this conversation. And I don't want to run out of time, but I have one more thing. We're going to switch to our second P, which is politics. But uh, Kim Lee, I do want to have you talk about another area of your passion, and perhaps we can do this towards the end. I noticed that you share through your social media live interaction with your followers, uh, your thoughts of inspiration and the importance of exercise, etc. And so before we leave the interview, I would like for you to share a last part of your passion around that driving force behind that type of activity as well. But let's just shift real quickly to the second P, politics. Uh, we know how important that is, especially those of us in NABWIC, to become involved in uh, politics, to know who our legislators are, to know the impact that governmental decisions have on our business and, and, and everyday life. But I'd like, uh, Kim Lee, as I guess, just to take a moment and break down simply for us, for those of us who are not necessarily familiar with this sphere, Kim Lee, if you would just share a little bit with our listening audience around just what is politics and how do you become involved in this arena and why should you? Politics is important because first of all, politics, politicians are making decisions about your life. There's not a part of your life that they're not making a decision, whether it's your housing, education of your children or yourself, um, um, food you eat, whether it's healthy or not, your environment, your air, you breathe. And so you sit on the sidelines and we just run to the polls in November. So as you know, we're going to the Congressional Black Caucus next week and it should be just more packed out than it is because that's the only place where you want to go and find black community activists, black political leaders, 
black elected officials who are there saying, what is the policy we need to put in place so that our communities are elevated, right? So politics is important. You have to hold them accountable after you vote for them. Now you got to see what they're voting on. What are they implementing for your future, for your family? So you cannot stand on the sidelines and say, well, I went to the polls and voted. But did you watch it? See, it's like if you hired somebody, you will just let them just go to work every day. You do evaluations. Do they get to stay on the job, right? You hire people as an entrepreneur. You employ them. You train them. And then you see how their performance worked out. Are they going to be able to, um, are you going to be able to make sure they're giving you what you need? So that's important at any given time that you know what the people are making decisions about your life are doing, what kind of policies that's going to impact your life, whether you like it or not. It's going to impact you, and you should be engaged. No, thank you, and that thank you, and that was a very simplistic way of putting it. And we hope that everybody really understands the importance of of being involved. And as Ken Lee just mentioned, next week we'll be in Washington D.C. Uh, we'll be holding our NAVWIC National Mid Year Meeting. But we strategically planned that so it coincides with the Congressional Black Caucus Conference. So there's lots of opportunity to be there to learn what's happening in every sphere, every industry, like she said, whether it's, 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 it's housing, whether it's education, whether it's, it's health, transportation, no matter what it is. And you get to make meet the legislators and you get to make meet those decision makers. So we do want to encourage you to attend that. And if you need further information on any of the activities, any of the times, logistics, et cetera, all you have to do is visit nabwic.org, nabwic.org, and you'll find all the information that you need there. Now, just for the sake of uh, uh, time, Kimberly, let me ask you one more question in the area of politics. For women who, you know, they just listen to you and they, they say, oh, a light bulb just went off. And I, yes, I really should become more involved. But for those uh, women or men, in fact, who may lack experience or exposure uh, in the political arena, where would be one of the first places you would say they should start? What piece of advice would you have for them? What a person can get started doing is, um, what I do locally is host events. You can start hosting events. Get some of the women on your block. I call it the Diva Project. Get some women together. Become divinely inspired visionaries of action. And just start asking questions. Okay, this is who was elected. Let's follow their choice. You know it's posted online. You can see what everybody elected uh, voted on. When there is an issue, a bill passed, who's issuing bills, you can actually start asking those questions. Of course. And start a small synergy. Then volunteer. Um, Michigan had an initiative called Voters, Not Politicians. Every year they would do the gerrymandering of our county so we can be more inclusive or exclusive of certain votes, more uh, um, Republican votes or more Democratic votes. And we started a whole campaign to stop that nonsense. That is not policymaking for the good of the people. And so we were able to start, we were meeting in someone's kitchen and just got people to volunteer and pass that information. We got that passed here in Michigan, that gerrymandering was going to be ruled illegal in the state of Michigan. So it can just start with some 10 women around a kitchen table 
talking about something that's important, remember, you hired them. See, we've all gone to sleep with so much TV watching and entertainment that we forgot what the political process is. It's people governing themselves through a few elected people. And now we think the elected people control the ship. Well, whoever get in there, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. I don't matter. No. If they don't do right, there's something called recall. If they don't do right, they don't get reelected. You make sure nobody funds their campaign. So there are so many ways you can exercise your power, but we've just been so complacent that we don't think we have a voice. And your voice is you put them in that elected seat and you can take them out. They work for you. Hey, well, thanks for sharing that. In other words, we do hold the power. So that's important and something we certainly should keep keep in mind. And speaking of power, uh, we're going to turn to our third P as we're uh, winding down. And uh, I, I just want to ask Kimberly just a couple of questions in this particular area. So when we think about being powerful individuals, powerful women, powerful entrepreneurs, we know that women have growing influence and power professionally and personally. So my question to you, Kimberly, is how can women continue to influence the landscape in business and, well, politics and marketing their personal brand, all the all the spheres? So we've actually gained ground over the past decade, but how can we, especially as Black women, continue to grow that influence and power? I think that's a powerful question, Jackie, and the answer is we as women, we have the widest range of influence and we are the most powerful creature on the earth and it's time we own it. In the area of entrepreneurship, women-owned businesses have grown by 58% from 2007 to 2018, okay? We are dynamic creatures. And the number of firms of those women who are black We've grown by 120, I'm sorry, 164%. That's three times the average rate of what women are doing. We're doing three times because we are finding our voice of power. And that's why the NABWIC being the voice of the black woman in the construction industry is so critical so we can secure this revenue. In addition to that, 2.4 million African-American women are owning business as of last year between the ages of 35 and 54. That's the age where we have got our small children or we've grown our children. Now we can make powerful impact in our neighborhoods because we're controlling the economics and controlling how we impact people uh, financially with their employment because we can employ people from our communities. And to say the last point about power of women and specifically black women because we are black women in this uh, space of construction, there's a gap between the average revenue for non-black women. You know, a non-black woman may have had revenue grow from, excuse me, uh, increase continuously, whereas for women of color, our revenue has been dropping. We're down on an average about 66000 a year when we were up in 84000 a year in like 2007. But for those other families, while our revenue is growing, their businesses are growing from like $181 million to over to 202000 so we got to make sure we just don't get into business, but we get into businesses with the proper skills and the dynamics and training so we see those same numbers for our businesses. We cannot be talking about average 
businesses in the amounts of 84000 that's just enough to run your household. I need to have a quarter of a million dollars, a half a million, multiple million dollars, so I can not just control my household, but I can impact others. But these numbers are staggering, which means the more we train, the more associations that appear like the black women of uh, the, uh, our National Association of Black Women in Construction, the more empowered these business owners will be, and the revenue will follow them. As we grow the women, the revenue will grow. That's why we grow the passion, so the power comes with their voice, and the profits follow. So we talked about having passion, power, and uh, I mean passion, politics, and power. But another P is you got to have passion to grow your power, so you can then impact your profit. Mm-hmm. So that's the other piece. We're not just telling you to get into the politics and the business and the power for no reason. You got to own your voice of power so you can be the impactful change agent and your livelihood would never be impacted because you control your revenue. You have your financial freedom, so you have free reign of your voice to speak truth to power and change these systems that have not worked for us. And even though we might be using a vehicle of construction, trust me, ladies, when I say this, your passion will will fuel your power. It will build you some profits. And trust me, you will become a change angel in this world. And that's why we're all here, to make impact. Wow. Well, I couldn't have said it any better, Kimberly, and I certainly can't add any more to that. That is uh, very powerful. Thank you for that insight and adding that extra P because you're absolutely right. Everything that we do just gears and leads us towards making profit or, like you said, gaining financial freedom for ourselves, our communities, and our families. That's really, really important. So, as we're uh, winding down, let me just ask one last question that I mentioned to you before. So we've been talking about passion, politics, and power, and Kimberly just interjected that last P, profit. So Kimberly, with everything that's been said, this has been really, really rich, and we could probably really just talk all day. Uh, so one of the other things that you do amidst everything, and, and you have such a, you're such a bundle of, of, of energy. But as I mentioned before, on your social media channels, I've seen you where, you know, it looks like you're up early in the morning, you're, you're walking, you're exercising, and not only are you sharing things about health and wellness, but you're also uh, sharing, again, that passion, you know, inspiration and motivation for, for the day. So what's the driving force behind all that activity? Share with our listeners a little bit about that. So what really spawned that activity that you're speaking? Every morning I get up, I call it Step It Up at 6. I had an auto accident last May, May 12, 2018, and it could have been a very tragic moment. I was driving down the freeway, hit a puddle of water, and spun out of control, trying to gain control and avoid hitting other cars on the highway. My car spun around and slammed up against the wall. I was banged up, bruised, but gratefully, no broken bones, no impact on my inner organs, and just had to go through a pathway of recovery. Well, all I kept doing was getting stiffer and stiffer following the doctor's regimen. Well, you're over 50. You might have to have surgery. And I was like, no. So I got this mission. I'm about to step up my game. I'm stepping it up. So at 6 o'clock, I started making this sick fish because it might not be right at (laughs) 6. But it was early hours, trust me. And I started on an air walker. It allowed me to move my joints and legs without impact if I was actually walking. And I get up and I said, my first thing is I'm going to show up for me. I'm going to show up and I'm going to start speaking truth to power over my body. 
I'm not going to take what the doctors are telling me out of this accident because I happen to be 54 years of age when this occurs. And I start stepping up my game. I said, I'm leveling up my life. So I reflected that with actually doing this airwalker stepper and kept it moving. I've been doing that every year, every day, Monday through Friday, unless I'm traveling or something, and and keeping it going. I catch up on Saturday if I miss it during the week because I was just too lazy to get up and get your butt up on Saturday then because you missed the day. But you're going to get five days, 30 minutes of movement because not only am I worth it, I'm showing up because I believe I can make a difference. So as I make a difference for myself, I hold myself accountable by sharing truth and insights to others. Now they're expecting me to be on the airwaves in the morning, so I've got to get up and do me. <laughs> so it's been a great learning experience for me, but I've become healthier. Um, I have become more inspired and in sharing and giving. I tell you, the gift of contribution and impact is amazing. It literally transforms you. You think you're serving others, but you get served as well because your gifts begin to make room for you. And a bigger version of you show up. A bigger version of you become um, visible to you and others. And it's just a beautiful insight. So you can follow me on Facebook every morning. I'm there. Um, I'm Kimley Naylor. Uh, on Facebook, and I also have um, at Positive Sisters, uh, it's my Twitter page for the Inspiring of Women, um, and my website is uh, Neil Wright Construction, uh, neilwright.com if you want to follow me on my construction space, or if you want the inspiration because I build structures and I build lives, then you can follow me on positivesisters.com. But any venue that you use to reach out to me, I want you to know that you are powerful before, beyond anything you can imagine. And I would love to help you find your voice of passion that can transfer to your power and your prosperity. Well, thank you, Kimberly, for sharing that uh, information and for inspiring us in that area as well. And as she said, you know, certainly look her up on, on Facebook, visit her website. We're actually going to be posting this particular podcast on our website. Uh, if you want to listen to it again or share it with friends, you can certainly go to Blog Talk Radio backslash Nabwick. And it will be there, but this is a great one. So please do share it with your friends and your family and other colleagues. So Kimberly, we know we're going to have you back again at some point, but we want to just thank you for all of the nuggets that you shared with us this morning. And certainly we'll be uh, continuing to to follow you because all of us need that jumpstart. Sometimes we need that boost of inspiration and and motivation and that passion too. And uh, you have all of that. So uh, we'll continue yeah. to watch and congratulations on the business and we wish you well with its continued growth as well. So thank you again. Any last words you want to share before we, we leave? I want to encourage everyone to remember how precious you are and that your time that you have is truly a gift. Um, show up for yourself. Be proud of who you are. And don't allow anything to limit what you think is possible. As I share with you in this short interview, I went from not knowing anything about construction companies and running a business. That's just an example of whatever you desire to experience. Show up for it and watch how it will unfold and lift your life to new levels. 
Well, thank you so much, Kimberly. We certainly appreciate it. And we just want to ask our listening audience to tune in again next Wednesday at 830 for our next show. And visit us on our website at nabwic.org. Thank you for listening. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.